Hello and welcome to I'll Bring the Bible with Mel and Monica. We're back. We're back. Yay. And we just discovered that this is a, this this is season three. Oh, we are very fancy. We didn't know that the fall and the spring was really season one and two until we thought about it. That's true. So welcome to season three. Welcome. And we should tell you right away, right away that you're going to hear some awesome sound effects um, Very awesome sound effects. We tried to go to where we usually go, and yet we cannot escape the deck being built on the back of my house. So there's some hammering, there's some sawing, there's some drilling. Maybe there's, here's some yelling. Maybe? No. <laughs> no. I'm sure that they're humming hymns as they work together. Or they whistle while you work. Whistle while you work. Like the, um, I started to say the elves, but it was the dwarfs, right? Yeah. I, I don't. We're also told that John needs to eat lunch. Right. This is where my husband works. So Alexa has come to join us and tell us um, it's what's John's happening. It's John's lunchtime. It's John's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, so we are back. We're, we're going to be doing an ease into it. Our September is really busy, so we're going to have two episodes this month. And then in October, we should be back full blast. And we've got some new things coming up. Uh, in uh, this podcast, we're going to be trying to do two really super awesome planned episodes. <laughs> when we say planned, <laughs> we're going to write some stuff down. Right. And, and then and maybe, think about it. And we're going to think about it. And we're going to, so we're one gonna is going to about it. Right. We're going to have a topic and we're going to talk on one of those topics. And then we're going to interview somebody on those topics. Lord willing. And then. We have something new coming up where we're going to have phone conversations with Mel and Monica. Because we really can't get together as often <laughs> as we want. So you never know where that's going to lead. We'll probably share a little nugget we've learned that for that week or the month. Full of nuggets. <laughs> it may be when Monica's driving home on her way back from work. Who knows? So here's a fun fact about me. Uh-huh. After ten and a half hours of... My job, I tend to not try to talk on the phone on the way home because I'm oh. done talking to people. Oh. I have poured my soul out. Well, then I feel really special because there have been a couple times we've talked on the phone on your way home from work. It's been out of necessity. <laughs> oh. I am no longer, I no longer feel special. Thank well, you. you should feel special. It's special <laughs> out of necessity. But um, so, but we probably don't want to record those episodes. That's true. You know, if I'm talking to you after work, so it's not my best self. <laughs> it's your real self. It's though. my real self. So we're gonna do phone conversations, and then we're adding in something new. Since we're both fans, Monica is a fan. I'm a super fan. I would say that's probably true. <laughs> of the TV show, The Chosen, we're gonna incorporate that because we think it's great and it's worthy to be watched and it's worthy of our support and we love it and we have tons yeah. of material right so we have two seasons full of things to talk about right so we're going to get through season one and season two and then season three i didn't tell monica this yet oh no but i thought it would be a great idea to record it right after it comes out like that night. But if it's late and I'm tired. I'm going to make you do it. Okay. 
No promises. To get it out. We have to get it out. We have to be before everybody else. So if you guys aren't aware, like, Mel is generally more excitable than I am. (laughs) Just in general. uh, uh, Not that I'm not enthusiastic in life, but I don't have near the level of enthusiasm. That's because I'm an anxious person all the time. We're just talking about this. Like, I... I am naturally anxious. Well, I, I always have anxiety. But I think that in addition to that, you're you're a creative. I'm less of that. Yes, but the thing is, is that creatives need people to bring them back down to earth. I'm a downer. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, 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 no. She just called me a downer. But that's okay. You know, I can, you know, I can embrace it. It's fine. <laughs> Definitely not a downer. Practical. You know, okay, let's think about what's actually, what you want, what the dreams are. How can we make this dream a reality in reality? You know, here are the practical Funny, I'm also not a planner. So I'm not really sure where I fit in and all of that. But, yeah, I'm more of the, I'm more of the practical. Yeah, I have big dreams. Big dreams, big hopes. And so, anyway, that's what we're going to do. So how was your summer? You know, my summer was very, very good. Uh, we took a trip out west, like the wild, wild west. It was my, beautiful. I saw the pictures. Mm-hmm. All five of us, my mm-hmm. son from college, went with us, and um, it was the best time. Everybody says, what's your favorite part? And I said, because we were all together. It was a very mom answer. Well, and this mm-hmm. is this was probably one of your last trips. Might not Thank be you. the last trip. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me that it's one of my last trips. No, but, you know, you my oldest son is 21. Uh, yeah. Um, I think, you know, we'll probably have, when when we're older and everybody's uh-huh. fully grown with their own families, we'll probably say, hey, we're going to get a cabin here if you guys want to come. Right. That's the way you kind of pull, pull them in, right, as you pay for stuff. <laughs> Which is what the case is this time, you know. They were happy for me to pay. So, but we went to Utah. Mm-hmm. We went to uh, Montana and Idaho. Have you ever been to Idaho? I've only heard of the potatoes there. Exactly. I'd only heard of the potatoes, but man, Idaho is pretty. I have seen pictures from people who live in Idaho, and it looks beautiful, but I also heard people from Idaho just want visitors. They don't want people to actually stay. I don't state. know that they want, I don't really think they anybody out there wants people to come and move <laughs> there. <laughs> well, who would? You know, they're... People who live out in big, plain states like that, they're living there for a reason. Right. They enjoy the solitude and the open mm-hmm. space and things like that. So if like more that. people come, then it's just going to be crowded. I like to visit open spaces. I don't necessarily like to stay in open mm-hmm. places because I feel like it's too open. I grew up in the city, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I love to go to the mountains, but I don't know if I'd like to stay stay there so I, I could know. stay there I could stay there long term I think yeah so we went to Yellowstone and we went to Jackson Hole and the Tetons we packed in a lot we have some family in um, Montana we went to Cowboy Church mm-hmm. that was that was pretty special that looked cool and um, so it was a great time we put 1672 miles on our rental car wow in the eight days we were there so did we, you get charged extra for that Mm-mm. No. No. Well, no, they charge enough for rental cars these yeah, days. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, we went to, the the very first thing we did was we went to um, your favorite place, to Tennessee. 
and um, where I could live out all of my days. <laughs> it is beautiful there, and I would I wouldn't mind living there because it's close enough to civilization, like to actual you know big stores and stuff like that. That I was like, okay, I can do that. But um, we had our first night. We had the Battle of the Bedbugs. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, no reflection on the wonderful state of Tennessee, mind you. <laughs> no, it isn't. It isn't. But unfortunately, uh, yourself. And <laughs> I always check myself. I didn't even, honestly, it didn't even cross my mind. It didn't even cross my mind. So anyway, but then we moved to like a cabin on the t- tip top of the mountain. It was huge and beautiful. And we spent out the rest of our vacation there, and we had a See, great time. You wouldn't have had that if you if it wasn't for no. the bed bugs. Thankful for the bed bugs. There were eighteen of us. That's a lot of people. It was a lot of people. I'm not superstitious. As I'm long as you don't little, talk about it. <laughs> in the words, in the words of the great Michael Scott from The Office, <laughs> I'm just a little stitious. And you're just a little stitious. <laughs> Do not. Mm. I, I didn't even think about no school. So thank you. Thank How you could for you the have added not even anxiety? Because um, because I'm because um, I have I have a thing. I've created a hedge of praying protection against that. And I have a hedge. And you just Listeners, I wish you could see all the hand <laughs> motion that is going on at this moment. It looks like that she's an air traffic controller. Um, you just trim my hedge. You put a big <laughs> hole. You put a big hole in my hedge now. You know, here's the thing, folks. I'm a nurse in a pandemic. <laughs> if anybody's going to poke a hole in your head, it's going to be me. Listen, I'm just a hopeful parent that it doesn't happen. But I, I think Georgia shut down their, their schools. But anyway, we need to talk about The Chosen because that's why we're here today. Yes. To talk about. So what we're going to do is we are going to add in those elements of that um, of those episodes. But today we're just going to re- skim through a couple of our favorites and um, tell you a little bit about it. So The Chosen is a series about the life and times of Jesus Christ and his disciples and those who followed him. And it's very important to mention that it is a TV show. It, there's a lot of liberties taken because a it lot. is a reflection of, it's pointing to Jesus' humanity. Right. And the humanity of all of the disciples so that we can kind of get to know um, them based on like historical facts and historical times. But there's a lot of personality mm-hmm. that, that the writers have brought in to show how Jesus really would have interacted with all of us. I think. And so I think it's a very creative yet uh, reverent way of depicting um, Jesus and uh, the disciples and Jesus's mother and just the people in that time so that we can kind of, I I think after seeing The Chosen, Mm -hmm. it helps me when I read the Gospels in particular, I can kind of see faces and it doesn't, and it just kind of helps my reading and just saying oh like Matthew wrote this right exactly and um not that I necessarily think that Matthew was the way that he's being depicted here but it just makes him human right and and that's what there is a lot of bible in this series it is very biblical based for sure however it's not it ain't the bible and the thing is you don't have to like fight doctrinally over it no and people but people do but people do because we fight over everything right but let's say you were, there's no way that we have 
all of the historical references, nuances of the life and times of President Lincoln, you know. So we can do a show about him, but we're not going to get it all right. No, and people will fight over that too. Right. Because because we're fighters. Because we're fighters. So anyway, we are big fans. We came in, um, we bought in early on, Monica before I did. Mm -hmm. Actually, it was my brother-in-law and then after that, Monica, who got me watching it, mm-hmm. I has I was a little bit hesitant because I she's didn't a fighter. Know, I'm a fighter, and I didn't know exactly what I was going to be watching. And then once I watched the first episode, I was like, I'm interested, but I wasn't completely mm-hmm. hooked. And then after episode two, which we're going to talk about soon, I was I was all in. And by the smartphone, you go to just the chosen app. It's a free app. And then you can even, you know, watch the app, you know, however you magically make it work on your smartphone. I mean, on your smart TV or you can watch it on your phone, phone, your computer, however you watch it. I have watched it with my phone propped up in the bath. You know that there's a chance that if you do that, that you're going to drop your phone in the tub. People. I know. I'm just, I'm just going <laughs> to. So you can do that, but you've been warned by us that you may drop it in the tub. And uh, depending on what series you have, that may not work out for you. So have a, a, a bucket of rice <laughs> readily <laughs> available to drop your phone. Who is the creator, by the way? Dallas Jenkins is the creator. Um, did you know Dallas Jenkins is, is the son of Jerry B. Jenkins? Yes, I'm, I was aware of that. And I would tell you folks, if you, whether you like the Left Behind series that Jerry J- Jenkins wrote or don't, this is, this is not like no, that at this all. Isn't. But, but it is pretty cool that the, Dallas is his son. Also, for those of you who love that Left Behind series, I'm there. Like, I loved it. And, I and, those, and those of you who don't like it, I'm there. <laughs> And you know what? We're still friends. We are. Well, I, I'm definitely not thinking, oh, that's the way that it's going to happen. I just liked having something to read that was, you know, from a Christian perspective. So, anyway. That's a, that's a whole other topic it's that not we're not going to get to. It's not the only perspective, Because we don't have the same one, and that's fine. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay. So, we're going to start off. And uh, season one, favorite episode. To narrow down a favorite episode would be pretty hard. Um, I would say that my favorite one would have to be, I believe, episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, and in episode one, um, Mary Magdalene had been in, and we're trying to not give too many spoilers, right, if you haven't seen it. However, I mean, if you've read any of the Bible, this none of this will be a right. surprise to you, but Mary was um, being tormented by demons. Nicodemus had tried to exorcise them out of her and was mm-hmm. unsuccessful. And so then episode, but then Jesus comes to her mm-hmm. and changes her. Right. And so then in episode two, she's walking around a, like, freed, mm-hmm. a very freed woman, and he asks her, was it me? He comes to her and says, was it me that made the difference? And she said something to the fact, I don't know exactly 
how it happened. Mm -hmm. I know that I was one way, and now I'm totally different. Mm -hmm. And the difference was him. Right. Which was amazing. And that was Fine. Jesus. Yeah. I have a t-shirt that says that. My husband has a sweatshirt. I just love it, it because that's so true. And that um, actress is played by Elizabeth Tavish. She does an amazing job. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus is played by Jonathan Romney. And um, he, he just takes it away. Mm -hmm. I mean, every time we watch this show... My kids are looking for Jesus. Mm -hmm. When is Jesus coming? When is he coming? Because he, he's not in everything because the show is about the chosen. So mm -hmm. we're going through this mm -hmm. and seeing the disciples and the followers of Jesus. And so he's not in every single scene. Right. But then um, when Jesus comes on, it's just like, or when Jonathan, who's portraying Jesus, comes on, they're just like, there he is, there's Jesus. And and that's the way that he portrays, you know, he does a very good job, I believe, in showing the humility mm -hmm. and the meekness and the strength yes. of Jesus. And, you know, um, our church did a, our summer study focused on the Beatitudes mm -hmm. this summer, and we learned that meekness is strength under control. Mm -hmm. And I thought that is a perfect picture of how he portrayed Jesus, is that his he had strength under control. Yeah, I've never seen Jesus um, acted like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I thought, or, or portrayed like that, I have always seen Jesus like portrayed almost kind of arrogantly. Mm -hmm. Um, like I am the Lord your God, and and well, I think that most most other depictions of Jesus uh -huh. has focused on um his him being God, right? Yes, um, but the life of Christ that in those thirty three years mm -hmm. was very much his humanness, because we know that Jesus was both fully man and fully God, and the chosen does a very good job at showing the fully. God, man part of Jesus it shows he had a personality mm -hmm. that he was um, kind that he was funny mm -hmm. that he um, was giving and that he was always showing the people around him how we were to be which is exactly what the scripture tells us right exactly um, I really okay so my favorite episode of season one is episode seven, and this is what I call Nick at Night. Nicodemus coming to Jesus mm -hmm. in in the nighttime, and this this was, was in John three, John three, all almost all scripture, mm -hmm. and they brought that scene to life. Mm -hmm. I mean, breathed. If you you have you, if you read it in the Bible, I read it a completely different way then I read it more as Jesus being more harsh. But then when when Jonathan plays mm -hmm. this character in this role, he is so gentle and so meek. Well, and I think that's a lot of the times we do see in Scripture where Jesus was very firm with the Pharisees, mm -hmm. but he was also very loving. Yes. And so this... Um, Nicodemus was played by Eric Avari, and I've seen him in a couple of things. Oh, yeah. He was in yes. Mr. Deeds. <laughs> and he was so good. Right. He's he's a very good actor. I mean, he's very, very good. But this, I mean, 
Oscar performance, I yeah, like he was up there. His performance was so good. And I tell you, I've I've watched this uh, this particular episode four or five times. <laughs> okay, super fan versus regular fan, <laughs> and I am crying like a baby after every. I, I'll even start crying now, just because I identified with Nicodemus so much more than I ever had before. Because I think when you read it. You don't want to see that side of yourself. Um, but when I saw it portrayed and played out and, and acted, I saw in myself the way that I questioned the Lord a lot. But how? How does this work out? How does this... Uh, can, explain it to me some more. And then when Jesus just gently says, all of your training, and you still don't know. And I mean, I think that just struck my heart because I think about the times that I've doubted mm-hmm. um, or, you know, one of those situations where, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. And all of those times where I've questioned God and he's just all the time nudging me and reminding me. And I remember a, a sermon my husband preached a while back on um, on doubt. And uh-huh. he said, you know, he pointed out that our doubts are meant to drive us toward belief. Yes. Our doubts help us to search and yeah. help us to question so that, um, and, and God answers those questions, but our doubt is, isn't is something that we should be um, ashamed of as mm-hmm. much as it is confessing our doubts so that it should it drives us to our belief. Right. And then and I, I think that Nicodemus it just showed that was a very good yes. depiction of. And at the end with the hug and then he, when he kisses his hand and, and then incor- they incorporate that verse kiss the son lest he be angry and you mm-hmm. perish along the way. I mean undone in my chair. Just so, cry. And so folks if you're not aware if you haven't heard us talk about this before <laughs> I have a bachelor's of science <laughs> and Mel has a bachelor's of arts and she is a the- she was a theater major and I think that there's some differences in us where we're I'm just very much more analytical yeah that's and, great um, and she's much more creative and what I'm what I'm here to tell you is that this is for all of us. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because we each get different things and right. different characters speak to people. And there was a, there was an episode in season two that I just didn't understand. I didn't get. And, um, and yet there were some people that just were like, I'm there. This is the spot I'm in. Totally vibing mm-hmm. with this episode. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So speaking of season two, favorite episode season two. Well, oh gosh, you know, it, it just to pick one would have to be for me uh, episode three. Mm-hmm. And episode three was based off of Matthew four twenty four, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna just read that. Um, to help put it in a little bit of context. Mm -hmm. It says, So his fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all the sick, 
those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, those having seizures and paralytics, and he healed them. Now, mind you, his fame spread through all of Syria. He was in Syria. Mm -hmm. And so all of these non-Jews were bringing their sick and diseased and afflicted to Jesus. And Jesus was just healing one after another. Mm -hmm. So in this episode, it just shows these massive lines and it shows like the disciples helping him and taking shifts and almost like complaining about how many people and is it ever going to end and how they can't get him to stop and take a break. And how much they've done. And how much they've done. And there was this one scene and how it was like one camera, one scene. It was where beautiful. It was very well done. Even for an analytical girl like me. Like <laughs> it was very, very well done uh-huh. where it you didn't see sh- multiple shots from different angles. The camera just followed them around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were talking about, you know, what... Um, what they thought that it was going to be like for the Messiah to come. And then they were talking, they were kind of getting to know each other, but they were also conversing. And then there was one, because Mary was there. And I have, when I, and I've even mentioned this before, when we talked about Mary mm-hmm. last season, look at me throwing out the seasons. <laughs> when we talked about Mary um, in season one. Oh, yes. And I started to see Mary in a different lens when mm-hmm. I started having, when I had my first son. Mm-hmm. And so it has Mary, they're asking her how he was. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, I didn't know really what to expect, but he was a baby. He was hungry. I had to feed him. I had to clean him. He needed me. And she said, and now I don't think he needs me. Mm-hmm. And then Several minutes later, like, the disciples start arguing, and then here comes Jesus, exhausted Mm -hmm. from a day of healing. And, you know, I think that a lot of times when we read the scriptures, we don't see Jesus as human, and we don't see how much it just drained him Mm -hmm. to do what he did while he was here. Right. And so he walks past and just says goodnight. He doesn't address their fighting, but they all stop, and they look. And those looks that they, they captured like holy, like holy crap! Like here's the son of God, uh-huh. healing, and here we are griping. All of their looks, like you could see, they were so guilt, guilt and, and sorrow, mm-hmm. everything, instant repentance. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Mary gets up, and I'm gonna cry. <laughs> you can cry, but Mary gets up, and she goes to his tent, and mm-hmm. she takes his shoes off, and she washes his feet. And he looks at her, and he says, Ema, he says, what would I do without you? I know. So sweet. And he was there for her until the very end. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just, it's a beautiful, beautiful episode. It's gorgeous. And, uh, they did a really great job on Mm -hmm. that one. I, I loved it. Um... I really loved the last episode. There's so many elements of all of the episodes. Um, It was really astounding to me in season two. I was wondering how my son would handle it because we watch it with my son, Malachi, who's a quadriplegic. And um, there were several healings of people who were paralyzed or couldn't, unable to walk. 
And so it was really interesting to me to watch him see these people rise up and walk and how he just clapped for him. And it was... I just... Oh, that does me in. <laughs> oh, I know, me too. And I was just sit, watching him sitting, laying there, clapping for these people and, like, um, crying. And it was a special moment. And uh, But I really... The last episode of the season, episode eight, really brought the whole season together for me. Um and there he was doing the Sermon on the Mount, and I just knew it. I knew we wouldn't really see the Sermon on the Mount happen um, in the way that we all thought it would. I but really wanted it to because we had just, I, I had worked really hard on preparing homework for that Beatitude study <laughs> at church, and I just finished that, and I was like, I, I just want, I just want him to do it all. I know. The way that I want him to do it. But he did. He, <laughs> he did, did a beautiful thing. He, they did a beautiful job with it. And he, he we did get to hear some of the Sermon on the Mount, just not. The Beatitudes. Yeah, the Beatitudes, mm-hmm. just not in the way that we thought we would. And that was the most touching where I, where I came undone the most was mm-hmm. when he was sitting with Matthew, which is fitting because Matthew, Matthew wrote, it. wrote it. And it. It makes sense mm-hmm. that he would, and um, that last part, he was just speaking directly to Matthew, and it was a t- very touching moment. And then we get to see Jesus in his blue sash, mm-hmm. and there's the awesome And I love that he, it was like he had the women that surrounded yes. him pick, pick the color. And it, that makes sense, too. Right. Of co- yes, of course. Well, another thing that makes sense that we don't think about uh-huh. is that, um, you know, once they are following him and uh-huh. they're traveling together, like there were women, like Mary was with him. And I think that, and they have uh, Thomas's fiance, is that her? Uh, not yet, but, but, not pre, but close. Pre, pre, Pre-fiance. He's, he's girlfriend. We can see them setting up people to get yeah. married. So, but anyway, like, of, of course women were there. Yes, uh, yeah, I know. And then we see Judas come in to play mm-hmm. in this episode. Yeah, at the very end. Yeah, and at the very end, he's about to actually deliver it to all the people. And you just see him walking through the crowd backstage almost, mm-hmm. through the crowd With of his followers. Eyes. Yes, and he's just about to deliver the the most famous sermon. Now, there was some controversy, and I wanted to ask you about this, about this particular ser- Sermon on the Mount and how they portrayed it. Because they portrayed it as Jesus was practicing Oh, it. yeah, I was thinking about that very same thing. So how, did it bother you, yes or no? It didn't bother me, because I don't care if he practiced it or if, <laughs> or if it was off the cuff. Yeah. I, I don't care. Um, I think that... He, Human Jesus right. would have gone over some things in his mind. Do I think that Jesus needed to? Probably no. not. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they, I, I think mm-hmm. that the show was just really like trying to point to the Sermon on the Mount and what a big deal it was. Right. And whether, I mean, this is a show. Right. So whether he was practicing or whether he, it was just completely like he, he sat down and said things he'd never thought before it doesn't matter to me yeah john and i talked about this and uh, all the controversy surrounding it Uh, honestly in the end 
what we came to the conclusion of is that we don't know. We don't know. And this is a creative license that they took. And I don't think for me, it ruins it in every way. That being said, uh, if it was my choice, I might have done it a little I bit differently. Would, I probably wouldn't have had him practice. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think, I, I mean, th- I think one of the big things that the Chosen is pointing to is Jesus's humanity. Right. And um, it would have been okay for him to go over it in his head. Right. It was intriguing to think about it. I never thought mm-hmm. about it in that way. But then, you know what? He was human. He was human. But he also, like, and he was also a Jewish boy who had learned the Torah. Right. Who knew God's word. And very much of, you know, very much of the Sermon on the Mount points to Scripture. Yeah. And then, but then he's also breaking cultural barriers. And he's breaking cultural barriers left and right. Uh Uh-huh. And he's undoing all the thinking. Mm Mm-hmm. Of how they had it wrong. Yeah. And so, um, I, I I don't know that he needed to practice it. I mean, he's Jesus. Yeah. But I, it doesn't bother me that he was practicing it here. Yeah, you know, it doesn't bother me that it was depicted in that way. Um, it bothers me that people fought about it online. Yeah, I think it, people are being too picky. What we have to remember here is that the this think about all of the junk that we all watch. On Netflix, mm-hmm. on Hulu, on Amazon Prime. There's so many things. Now, Peacock, there's so many things that we devote our time there's to episodes that are worthy of your time. Whether you, you agree, agree with, with everything or not, watch it. This because, is going to feed your soul. Yes, it even will. If, mm-hmm. Even if, um, you know, this is not something that you're going to hang your hat on doctrinally. No. But there is also, you can... Watch an episode, and then you can read your scriptures, mm-hmm. and it's going to give you faces. Yeah. And people have said that it's actually made them go to go and read the, the real story in the Bible. Right. And that's what happens in episodes. So there's, you know. And there's been episodes. Uh, well, I've heard um, Dallas likes to have little talks. <laughs> before his before, live stream. Uh, yeah. And he read a letter from... A, um, I can't remember. She was, I mean, it was a, was she? Atheist. Was she atheist or was she, was some, there was somebody that was a witch maybe? I don't know. I, I don't there know. There was at least an atheist, uh-huh. uh, or, an atheist. or agnostic, uh-huh. whatever. And she said that she commended him on how beautiful and how reverent he was mm-hmm. to his God, basically. Right. And it, she didn't say that she became, she got saved. But she did say she was going to watch but more. But she did say she was going to watch more and she was going to read the scriptures. So, and that's what, you know, it, it's, it's something that's pointing us back to scripture to get us to dive in deeper. And there is, there's a lot of junk that, you know, and I, I have to check my own heart, but I constantly reminding my children, mm-hmm. especially being 11 to 21, and um, with all of the voices, and, and I have a son in a very liberal, mm-hmm. secular college, um, so remind just all the voices that you're hearing, um, go back to the scriptures. Right. But he, I mean, and, and he's really enjoyed 
the chosen and seeing, he says, I've never seen Jesus's humanity in this way. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I, I just think it's a very loving depiction yeah. of, of Jesus, the man. Right. We see in the Bible, we see glimpses of it, but that's not what the Bible's about. I mean, the yes, he was human, but it's not telling those he, no. exactly those human side of the no. stories. So it's really pointing to how he's the son of God. He's exactly. And um, that he's the Messiah. And so that is the per- purpose of There was a scripture. reason for Jesus to come and be human for, right. a, for a short time. Right. So then it's nice to be able to recognize. We don't really know how that looked, but it could have looked mm-hmm. something like what But I also like that he, he brought in struggles that we see mm-hmm. in you know i love that matthew is portrayed as autistic Phenomenal. and we don't know if matthew was autistic no. nobody knows the personalities or the if there was any what struggles yeah. you know we don't know but the fact that one of his followers was neuroatypical mm-hmm. and jesus looked to him that have well we all have struggles Right. But especially somebody that is considered in our society as, as special needs, mm-hmm. um, that Jesus uses everyone. Yeah. One of his disciples has a minor form of uh, cerebral, cerebral palsy. And yes. from James. what I've heard is that he, they're not, he's not going to get healed. Right. Because the whole point that they're trying to make is that not everybody needs to be healed. Which is interesting, and it'll be interesting to see how that that plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, you know who I really love it are the Roman soldiers. Mm-hmm. Those two, the two Roman soldiers. I like um, the one that loves Matthew, but doesn't want to yes. admit that he loves Matthew. Yes, he's good. And Matthew had a dog, and uh, it was a black German Shepherd, and I had a black German Shepherd, and I cried when I saw Matthew's dog. Gaius, his name is Gaius, mm-hmm. and I'm trying, and he is portrayed by Kirk Waller. And then the other one that I just love because you love to hate him, kind of, is um, Quintus, played by Brandon oh, Potter. Yes. Yeah, and then when he said to Matthew, How are you not, what did he call it, something smudge on mm-hmm. a wagon wheel or something like that? Like, yes, he was, um, he's hysterical, he's so good. And, and I, I've been thinking going back and forth if. If we won't actually see Quintus come to Jesus at the end, if he's the Roman soldier, oh, or if it will be Dallas, Gaius. you should do that. Yes. Yeah, can you? Can I you? Think, I think you're Because we already. know that there were Roman soldiers that came to faith. So could you make Quintus be one of those? Yeah. And, and Gaius, what's his name? Gaius. Gaius. Uh-huh. Um, if, if we could have those come to faith, yeah. that, that'd be great. So we also like to know, if you're involved in The Chosen... And you want to speak about it? We're open to <laughs> Dallas. If you're listening, or if uh, if Kirk B. Waller would like to talk to us about whether or not he thinks that uh, Quintus should come to faith, or the awesome Laura Silva, which I love, who plays P- Peter's wife. I isn't she pretty? She's beautiful. They're all awesome. Uh, we'll talk to you. We will. We and will. we'll have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. You can join our club. <laughs> That's our little plug. Our only plug. We won't beg. We promise. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so anyway, yeah, that's it. And we'll go into a little bit more detail and in depth um, when we talk about the episodes in particular. We'll actually find find out find the different portions of scripture that things are on and we'll talk about a little bit mm-hmm. how to apply but, it but watch them yeah watch the episodes read your bible um and enjoy and it enjoy it enjoy it for what it and is. if you're like hmm that looks strange you know what it's fine it's it's a show it's a, yeah yeah but just this is know, not this is not the inherent word of god right <laughs> this is taking a little liberty to point us to right. what is true, and we want to see more. We want to see more Christian-themed um, that, that, seasons that aren't cheesy. Yeah, that aren't cheesy. That's right. That's a big one. Done with quality. So thank you, mm-hmm. Dallas Jenkins, for bringing quality into the Christian world. So, well, we will be coming back uh, in a couple of weeks so that you can listen to us chit chat over the phone. <laughs> It's going to be great, guys. If you haven't, if we haven't annoyed you already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you've got this September coming up? Why are you so busy? Well, um, I have two soccer players. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't mentioned, I have a senior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Um, you have a senior? And that's going to start with uh, college applications. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, I have a fifth grader who um, they moved to the middle school building at his school. So even mm-hmm. though he's not middle school, he thinks he is. Oh, okay. And my husband changed jobs, and so he's gone all the time, but that's okay. Um, and uh, it's a busy time at work, and but September's always busy because it's always the beginning of school things and mm-hmm. the sports. And, and we have this retreat right. coming up we at our church. And... Um, so big things are coming. Yep, September's busy. I've got a child that just started into sports cross country. She is a new sports mom, <laughs> and I can't wait. <laughs> Brand new. It's been a. It, it's. I've avoided it for as long as I possibly could. And now you just have to embrace it. Now I have to embrace it. Middle school, I decided. Okay, mm-hmm. you guys got to be involved in something that's yeah. not a, just about yourself. Mm-hmm. So team or. So I don't know how cross country how like how ugly um, it can make a mom. Uh, I am a soccer mom, and it it can bring out the ugly in you. So I'm going to pray against the ugly that could ensue because when people talk about your kid or or the, I don't know, do I don't know cross country. Do people like elbow? No, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very kind sport. um, And people, soccer is too. My daughter was like, (laughs) people from other teams are encouraging you to run as you're running. Oh, that's not, that's not the case in <laughs> soccer. So she was really, she was really pleased. So that, and then of course the retreat and just lots of September things that are happening. So October will give you the full gamut of what we have to offer. September, we're just easing ourselves back in. Oh, and I was texted today that all things pumpkin spice are out at uh, Starbucks. Ooh. So that made my day. <laughs> I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. So, Okay. Well, you guys, we'll see you next time on I'll Bring the Bible. And connect with us. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And um, we just love to hear back from you. We post frequently Bible verses, things other people say, things we like. And if you are really interested in us talking about a particular topic. Yeah, let us know, please, because... Mm -hmm. We're always looking for topics. Uh, in October, we're going to be talking about Jude. And 
Having you a know? very special guest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My hubby, Jonathan Bjorgen. He won't be like hammering and uh, <laughs> drilling. He's going to actually be talking. So Thank you to Joe Biden, by the way, for my porch. <laughs> We don't. We try not to get too political on this but podcast. We, but, but you know what? We pray for Joe Biden. We do. Uh, no, we honestly do. Honest and, to gosh. And oh, that's another thing. Let's remember. And we pray for Donald Trump because we yep. pray for our president. Yep. If you want to join, if you want to join me in the morning times, I've been picking back up on pr- praying every morning. We're right now doing uh, praying for Afghanistan, and praying for our leadership, praying for our country, mm-hmm. praying for our troops over there. And uh, that's very important, and uh, it's an important aspect of what we do. And uh, so please come and join us. I usually try to get on at 8. And, um, yeah, so lots of life things happening, but we are thank you very much for listening to us. Thank you for joining us here on I'll Bring the Bible with Mel and Monica. Bye. Bye. (laughs) That was a fun one. Yeah. I like that. Don't like, can you? Hello, mm-hmm. you have just brought that energy into here. Are, I am, are you superstitious? I am praying away the no school spirit. It just sounded <laughs> like you had a hint of superstition. I'm not, I'm not superstitious. As I'm long just as you don't little, talk about it, <laughs> in the words, in the words of the great Michael Scott from the office, <laughs> I'm just a little stitious. You're just a little stitious. <laughs>